Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. Joined on the start line by a contestant from a brand new game show on TBS. He knows Harry Potter. His Instagram is I am Black Harry and fought as a part of the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. We welcome Trey Beecham. Hey, thank you, Sean. Trey, let's go beyond the mic. Let's start with your obsession with Harry Potter. How many times and how fast did you read the books when they first came out? Oh, man. So when the books first came out, and, and you know, I always tell people this. I didn't get truly addicted until the first movie hit. However, I still think I read those books more than the average human. I probably went through the first book. After I bought it, I would say within the first three months, I probably went through the first book about four or five times in the first month that I got it. There was just so much that is left to the imagination in the books. And I was like, I got to go back through this and give it another go. So you were sorted into which house? Oh, Gryffindor. Well, I am Black Harry. That's a shock. Yeah. (laughs) So when you heard about the contest, what made you sign up? Actually, a lot of people that I knew had actually reached out to me and said, hey, Trey, do you know there's this Harry Potter trivia show that's airing? I'm like, okay, guys, like, believe what you want, but like, this is not real. Someone else comes to me. I'm like, okay, let me actually check this out. And I actually reached out and someone responded to me by email. I was like, hey, hey, no, we're just letting you know this is real. If you'd like to apply, this is how you do it. And I'm like, okay, so all this weirdness that, you know, I've incorporated into my life is actually going to pay off potentially. So I went ahead and I applied and I tried to give them like everything, like, you know, devoted social media. I breathe it, the audio books, just everything. And it paid off. You played for Gryffindor. How much time did you have to actually meet your team or was it here are your teammates? Good luck. (laughs) Um, so it was kind of tricky because We didn't know we were going to be on the show until the first episode was airing. However, we did get to go with a pool of other people that wanted to compete for the same house. And then they chose us when the show started. So we got to meet everyone um, that was going to potentially be a contestant. However, we didn't know who the actual teams were going to be. So by the time we got onto the show in the first game, we, (laughs) we really didn't know anything about each other whatsoever now walking in and seeing this incredible set were you intimidated for one i will say it was i hate using this word but it was surreal just because like harry potter is this just immense part of my life and just seeing it and knowing that i had the opportunity to be a part of something that would just be defined in history and be involving harry potter as far as the set It was amazing. I'm not going to lie to you, Sean. Like, if I see a a big camera, I would love to be in front of it (laughs) if I can. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not camera hungry, but like, I I mean, I was a theater kid. Like, I never, I mean, I I just, I do like the stage. And I love, like, making people laugh and that kind of thing. But just having the opportunity to step on a stage where it says, you know, the wizarding world on a screen was just, I mean, beyond words. Trey Beecham, contestant from Hogwarts Tournament of Houses, joins us beyond the mic. Then you've got Dame Helen Mirren hosting. Yes. Did that blow your mind? Oh my gosh. She, I, like when she comes like out of this room when the first time I see her, like it could have been one of those slow motion movie scenes, the gold lights, the, ah, you know, um, and, and I can't lie, there was a piece of me that was like, okay, this is intimidating, Trey, play it cool, play it cool. And the first thing she says is like, hey, can I take a picture with some of these guys? 
talking about us and contestants. And I'm like, she's so humble. And, and that just made the experience all the better because she was just, she was open. She was like, Hey, if you guys have anything to say, ask, um, you need me to do, feel free to ask. So it was great. You've handled pressure playing basketball for Bethany college, all conference, second team. How did that help you for this quiz show? Sean, you know, your stuff. <laughs> that just Okay. Well, I will say that there was no like designations, but like I've always kind of been a captain on my sports teams. So we all stepped up there with Harry Potter knowledge. But when it came to us trying to figure out like, hey, how do we want to, how are we going to, if we have this a lot, a lot of amount of time, how are we going to come up with our answer? How are we going to strategically answer each question? How are we going to choose the other teams? I felt like it was, I was able to say, hey guys, I think this is the best option. Are you guys good with it? Kind of help strategize um, in that sense. The show, it was great. You've got to go out and participate in the quiz show. You yes. didn't know if you were going to be picked. And then your dad, pastor, leader in your community passes away. Right. How do you handle the pressure of trying to play while in the back of your mind, your hero? Yes. Dad's gone. You know, my dad's always been my number one supporter. He taught me how to play sports. He gave me my competitive edge. He taught me how to win and lose with dignity. And he knew about the show um, because he passed right before the show. And I told him before I knew he was passing, I was like, hey, you're like, I'm not going to go do this show because, you know, you're sick and I don't know how much time I have with you. And he goes, no, you're not going to get another opportunity to do the show. You're going to go do the show. And I feel like he knew what was coming and he ended up passing right after he made that statement. I fly out day or two later to LA to shoot the show. So when I get to LA, I am in my mind, it's like, you know what? You're going through something rough right now. Your brain's a little foggy. This is something you wanted to do your whole life. Dedicate this to your dad. And, you know, at that time, I'm still, I'm nervous because I still don't know if I'm going to be selected to actually be in the show. So now I'm more nervous than anything because I'm like, man, at least I'm here. My dad wanted me to do this. I want to dedicate this to him. Will I even be chosen? Um, I get chosen and I feel great. We start, you know, shooting like uh, us coming out of the the fireplace and um, we meet the other teammates. We get our sweaters um, and then we get behind the podium. And Sean, when I tell you, like when that first question was asked, my brain, it just took off because um, when we were, we were introducing ourselves Adriana on the Hufflepuff team had mentioned she lost her mom back in 2019. Well, I was in a good place up until I heard that. And then reality just like hit me. And so it it was really hard because I'm trying my best to say like, you know, everybody goes through things, you know, you've been wanting to do this. A lot of people want to do this. Take advantage of it. You know, getting there, I'm trying to separate my brain between, hey, have a good time, have a blast. Um, This is something that you'll never get the opportunity to do again. And just thinking about my dad that I just lost. And I'm telling you, with every question, there was a fog of cloud floating through my mind. And it stayed with me because, you know, when you start going behind, the pressure is on. 
more emotions start flowing. And it was just at the forefront of my mind the entire time that I was in Los Angeles. Um, so, you know, definitely just trying to, I don't want to say compartmentalize, but appreciate the opportunity that I was given the opportunity to experience. You're playing a game of trivia of a land you love and you're in a fog. Quarantine precautions keeps your wife at home. How do you handle the emotions? When did you, if you did, did you lose it? You know, that was another big thing. So, you know, we leave the set the first day and I go back to the room and because of COVID protocol, um, we couldn't have visitors. So family, you know, was still in Texas. I didn't have any family out there with me. And my honest emotion was you are letting your dad down. Trey, he's still proud of you. And I know like if, if I could see him right now and talk to him, he'd be like, Trey, shut up. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, but it was something I wanted to dedicate to him. And just knowing that my brain was just fogged over and I couldn't be and I couldn't show the expertise that I know I have in Harry Potter subject matter. It was hard for me. And, I, and in my mind, I'm thinking, OK, you know what? Either way, I have another chance to get on that stage and showcase my abilities. But when you're already in that rut, so to speak, it is really hard to claw your way out. And all it takes is, you know, one more thing to go wrong for your brain to go haywire and just say, hey, like, we can't function correctly right now. And, uh, you know, you talked about basketball. It's almost like being in a, a shooter slump. And you're like, okay, it's okay. I just need to get to the get get to the basket, get some layups, see the ball go in the hole, and then I can make it happen from there, and I can work my way back out. And I was like, okay, Trey, one step at a time. Knock some questions out with the team. You know, work our way out, get this victory. But it consumed my trip. It did. It consumed my whole trip, and that trip was a blast, Sean. I had. The time of my life, but it was really hard for me to live in the moment because of what had just taken place. And I had told people, you know, a couple of contestants, like we had to go shoot, like uh, be real stuff and like, hey, Trey, you're quiet. And, you know, people that I had kind of formed a relationship with, I said, yeah, you know, um, it's been a hard week. I uh, lost my dad earlier this week. He was my best friend. And actually, I said, I just lost my dad. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, like, how recent was it? And I told them, they're like, oh, like, you just, just lost them. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you're here? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here because this to me is that, you know, final piece I could give him, at least the piece that he had requested. Like, hey, Trey, go do this show. And so I wanted to give that back to him. Like I said, I know there's nothing in this world that I could do that would let him down. It was hard. It was hard because my main thing, no matter what, is, you know, you definitely have to take care of yourself. But in a non-cliche kind of way, I like to help people get through things. And that's why I started my social media. That's why I try to make people laugh. And I, I'll be honest, sometimes I house my own emotions in order to 
you know, safe face to allow other people to have fun and to allow other people to have fun and, you know, actually get to embody the full experience. And I didn't want to feel like I was, you know, raining on anybody's parade or dampering the mood or anything like that. So. Well, Trey, it's time for the Rocky Needy. Random questions answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. <laughs> you studied pre-med at Bethany. What are you doing now? Um, right now, I am a graphic designer. Least favorite Potter character? Uh, Cho Chang. How about your favorite of all the movies? Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Do you have a different favorite from all the books? Um, Order of the Phoenix. If you could have one dinner with any of the characters of the movies, which one would it be with? Emma Watson. That's shocking. Thought you'd uh, say Harry, but no, I'm, <laughs> I totally understand that one. How about the most misunderstood character in your opinion? Harry Potter. Um, because people always say that Harry makes bad decisions, but basically just like the talk we just had, I mean, this guy, he's lost both of his parents. He doesn't have that guidance. His brain is always wondering what could have been. He finds he has all this money, but he finds his wealth in relationships with his friends and family and like the Weasleys are his new family. And that's where he basically finds everything he's ever been looking for. But yet people still say, Oh, without the, you know, the other two, Harry just makes bad decision after bad decision. But I don't think people are taking the time to remove him from that chosen one title and really see the pain that he's endured and what he's trying to work through. What was the last TV show you binge watched money heist? (laughs) <laughs> and since you're from the Metroplex, how about your favorite ride at Six Flags? Um, that would be the Titan. It's time for one big question. What's the one lesson you learned from your dad that you want to pass on to your kids? Money, presents, gifts, things cannot replace you being there for someone. And that is something that I know, no matter what situation, what my father was doing, if we needed him, he would be there. He would risk whatever he was doing or, you know, um, in any circumstance, he would drop what he was doing and he would be there. And that is what I hope to instill in my kids. And I hope that I'm a good example to them of that. And just know that work, money, None of that comes before them. The next episode of Hogwarts Tournament of Houses airs this Sunday on TBS and Cartoon Network with the finale on December 19th. We thank Trey Beecham for taking the time to talk with us today. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.